0: Well, this is by far the craziest and most unbelievable time in history. At least, it is the most significant time in history for my lifetime. I don't know what the future will bring, but for now, the coronavirus or the COVID-19 virus has shut down nations. It is extraordinary. A few weeks ago, we would have thought that this could have never happened Now, I've come to believe that actually anything can happen. This is my first day in self-isolation. It is supposed to last for a month. At first, I was nervous watching the world react to this virus, and then I became concerned. But I can't say that I was scared. I'm not scared, no. Whatever comes next, we'll just have to deal with it. Today, I read 1 Peter chapter one. And it was a great reminder of the hope that we have in Christ Jesus. It is amazing to me how something that was written almost 2,000 years ago is still so pertinent for us today. How is it that God, through the Apostle Paul, could write words broadly enough to last for generations, yet specific enough to speak into the hearts and minds of every person today? Listen to some of the words and phrases that the Apostle Paul wrote in 1 Peter. He says, In his great mercy he has given us new birth into living hope. That living hope was and is the resurrection of Jesus. If Jesus were not alive, our faith would be dead. And our existence would be hopeless. But Jesus is alive. And because Jesus is alive, we can look forward to an inheritance after we die, after we leave this earth. Unlike an earthly inheritance, though, this one will never perish, spoil, or fade, Paul says. And our inheritance is kept in heaven, shielded by God's power. In other words, God is overseeing our inheritance. Now, this is where the Apostle Paul begins to relate to our current day and our current situation with the coronavirus. Because Paul tells the believers in that first century, and he tells us, that we can greatly rejoice in the knowledge of this inheritance to come. But for now, or as Paul says, for a little while, we will suffer grief in all kinds of trials. These have come, Paul says, so that our faith will be proven genuine. You see, it is in these times that we get to see our faith in action, that we get to test whether or not our faith is actually genuine. Is my faith genuine? Is your faith genuine? When times are good, we can talk a big game. We can kind of get prideful about our faith. Look, everyone, look at how strong my faith is. When in actuality, you don't really have anything going wrong in your life to test that faith. You're not up against trials. You're not up against persecutions. Yet the opposite can also be true where we can become very lazy in our faith. We might start thinking, I don't need to bother with it. I mean, after all, life is good. I've got this. You see, that first century church was dealing with tremendous pressure, persecutions and rejections or actually ejections from their family and their family structures, from their friends, extreme poverty and famines, and all the rest that came along with that first century living. They knew about suffering in a way that we have not yet had to endure and I'm hoping that we will never have to endure. However, the question has to be asked, is my faith genuine enough to be able to endure that kind of pressure? But Paul writes these beautiful words to us. It's an encouragement to read these words. He says, Though now for a little while you may have had to suffer grief in all kinds of trials, these have come so that the proven genuineness of your faith of greater value than gold, which perishes even though refined by fire, may result in praise, glory, and honor when Jesus Christ is revealed. Though you have not seen him, you love him. And even though you do not see him now, you believe in him and are filled with an inexpressible and glorious joy. Isn't that a beautiful encouragement to us? In this time of coronavirus, of self-isolating, of not being able to go off to work and visit with your friends, how genuine is your faith? You see, that's the question that we have to answer when the pressure is on. Is your faith defined by this inexpressible and glorious joy, even in the midst of these troubling times?